Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. So today I'm going to tell you a story. This is one of my favorite stories. It's very useful. It comes up a lot when people are dealing with their thinking, which is obviously a theme, but specifically when it's about the creation of the life that you know is yours, despite that you have no evidence that it actually already exists. So, all right, I'm gonna give you a little background first. I have a retablo in my office. It is a piece of Catholic Christian art, okay? It is carved wood. It has saint figures and things peeking out of little windows, okay? A very traditional piece of artwork that goes along with all of my um, other sort of religious religious uh, relics and collection that I keep in my office. I hung it on the wall after my husband gave it to me. I had no expectations of it. I just hung it up. It was beautiful. I was very thrilled to have it. And immediately the universe started lighting up saints when I would be talking to clients or preparing to talk to clients. And I, of course, had no idea what any of them were, what it was supposed to mean or whatever. So this happened many times. It happened multiple times with the same client who happened to have lost her young husband. And finally, maybe the third or fourth time that she was coming in and it started to light up, it literally vibrated on the wall. Now, it's never done this before. You could write it off as the air conditioner or something affecting it, but this had been hanging on my wall for quite some time. It had never done that before. And for the record, it's never done it since. So I figured out I better figure out what in the world the message was here. So long story short, I sat down and I meditated on it. And after some channeling and some Googling, each of these characters and this piece of art represents a different saint or ascended master and actual stories that whether or not they are historically accurate, I find irrelevant. For those of you who choose to believe that they are history, actual real history, I am not objecting to that. In fact, I love to think that Thecla was actually a person and that this actually happened to her. What is very important about the story is the metaphysical interpretation. What is the spiritual meaning of Thecla and her encounters and her story? And what does it mean to us? Now, in some religions, she's called Dominica, and she's actually relatively obscure. I remember looking her up and having kind of a hard time learning much about her. So she lights up, okay? Thecla was one of the very first female martyrs, but she wasn't actually martyred. She was set free. Now, this would probably be a topic for another day, but I personally happen to think that martyrs are failures. I mean, if you actually have done what you came here for, you will have escaped, been set free, or never gotten captured in the first place. 
Don't get mad at me. We can talk about that later. Anyway, Thecla had been out converting people, right? Spreading the good word. Metaphysically, that just means awakening, much like you and I and probably just about everyone listening to this podcast today, striving to be who she came here to be. And the enemy captures her. Now, in the story, these are the people who don't want her to continue to spread the word. They want her to stop this. Metaphysically, these are our thoughts. The enemy is our human brain, that part of us that tries to tell us that the spiritual things aren't real and that we need to live right here on this hard plane of existence only. Thecla knew better. She refused to quit what she was doing. And so they said, fine, we're going to throw you in a pit and we are going to release wild animals. All right. First, they send in the bears. The bears represent that truth that is just beyond our reality, just beyond our physical evidence, but we know it's ours, deep at the core of us. Maybe it's that business idea or the love of our life, the life that we know is ours. And the bears come roaring in, and this is terrifying, of course, but Thecla knows. Thecla knows the truth is in her gut, not in her brain. And when the bears come roaring in, she says, sit. And they do. So the enemy is angry, and they say, fine, we are going to send in the lions. The lions represent our most ferocious thoughts, the thing you've heard me call the chattering monkeys. First, they send in the lioness. She is pretty ferocious, but this is not Thecla's first rodeo. She has dealt with her fears before, and when the lioness comes in, she says, sit. But the lioness does not sit. No, of course not. The lioness starts walking around in circles like cats do, uneasy, And so Thecla pets the lioness. She pets her. She says, it's okay. I know why you're here. It makes sense that you're here, but you are not real. You do not own me. Be transformed. Sit. And the lioness lays down at Thecla's feet. And now she has an ally. So the enemy is angry and it sends in the lion, the most ferocious, fearful, deeply ingrained thoughts to haunt Thecla's mind and sway her from the truth. This time she does need help, so she looks to the lioness, this newly cultivated way of thinking, and she says to the lioness, go get him. And so the lioness attacks him. This is not my truth. My mother taught me this. Some ex taught me this. Some bitch from fifth grade. Who taught me this falseness? This is not real. And the lioness shreds the lion and lays back down at Thecla's feet, calm and confident. So the enemy is angry. And they say, fine, we're going to rip you in two. They bring in two bulls and they chain them to each of Thecla's arms. We've all had that moment. Wouldn't it be easier if I could just be like everybody else? If I could just be like the sleepwalkers? Wouldn't it be easier if I didn't know there was more? Maybe it's that spiritual battle. Maybe it's an addiction. Whatever it is, we've all had that moment where we feel like we could be torn in two. 
But Thecla is wise. She knows the universe is smarter than her. And she closes her eyes and she says, not my will, but thy will be done. And when they smack the bulls on the ass, the ropes and the chains fall from Thecla's arms and they set her free. They set her free. Those deep, dark fears and thoughts, the things that hold her back, fall to the ground and dissolve and onward she goes. It's important to note that she joins Paul and the two together go on to convert more people than anyone before them to enact so much change. You must understand what Paul represents. Paul represents the transformation of will. That moment that Thecla decided, I will choose every time that thing that leads me closer and closer to my highest good. At every fork in the road, I will choose what I know is truth, not what is easy, not what is fear-based, what is best for me. Whether it is to pass up on the chocolate milkshake or drink it, whether it is to fearlessly let go of someone toxic or stay entangled. Whatever it is, every single time, she committed herself to choosing what would be on the path to her highest good. You can do that too, beloved. Think about Thecla when you need to. Tell the lions to sit. Tell the bears to go home. That the fear is not real, it's not true, no matter who gave it to you. Whether it was your mother, your father, your lover, your best friend, Walt Disney. Fucking Walt Disney. (laughs) All the fairy tales we were taught. The truth is much more passionate and beautiful than that fairy tale. When we align with the truth, we win. Think about this. Roll it around in your head. Set yourself free. The martyrs were failures. I know, I know, I can hear it. The religious arguments, I get it. Oh, we admire them so much. Just like we admire the monks in the caves and the mountains. It's fantastic for them. But do you know what? They're not in the world. We must be in the world, but not of it. That perfect balance of human and spirit, walking side by side, hand in hand. Sacred marriage is to the self. Right here, doing the best we can every day. Till next time, beloved. Namaste. Hi beauties, my name is Megan and I couldn't pass up an opportunity to share who Jennifer Hall really is with all of you. Jennifer is a gifted woman who loves to share the tips and tricks of mastering lessons from the universe through real life experiences. When I found Jennifer about two years ago, I did not know what to expect. My past conditioning had me fearing psychics and avoiding them and that was something I overcame within my first conversation with Jennifer. 
She has no desire to control you or make decisions for you, but she will tell you what's best for your highest good and it's up to you to do the work or not. It's very common for people to seek out a psychic to read the future and sure, it's human nature to want to know what we don't know, to find the certainty in life, but what you actually get through Jennifer is so much deeper than knowing with, with certainty. It's really about how to grow through the uncertainty and embrace the power each of us hold deep within our own sovereignty and untapped gifts. Jennifer has helped me grow through many lessons in life, relationship lessons with my husband of 15 years, my gifted and stubborn children, career lessons that involved overcoming complacency and dealing with difficult bosses, and of course, lessons for my spiritual growth and tapping into and embodying my own authenticity. Her podcast, Lessons from the Universe, is food for the soul. It is channeled wisdom, and it is personal wisdom that she picked up as she learned and grew into who she is today. Jennifer is well known and sought out. I have people from all over the world reaching out to me to provide a referral to her so that she can speak with them and and they're able to meet her. This podcast makes it possible for people all over the world to receive her messages and receive the love that she pours into the collective. If you aren't a patron today, please consider becoming one and donating as much as $1 per month. If all of her beloved fans donated just $1, it would make an amazing impact on her offerings to the world. I meet with Jennifer monthly, and I'm also a patron because I believe so much in the lessons from the universe, and I have witnessed the beauty in learning and growing, the beauty in overcoming and smashing the many bubbles of conditioning that I succumbed to in my past. I have a new, more powerful story, and a big part of this story is embracing lessons from the universe. Your story will continue to change, and your donations will help many others change their stories across the globe, allowing the story of the collective to change for the best as well. If you love and live through the lessons from the universe as much as I do, like, share, and become a patron, and watch lessons from the universe take the rest of the world by surprise in the best ways possible. Sending light and love to all of you. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.